Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Like the Commercial Appeal on Facebook and follow on Twitter at Memphis News. This is the Grizzlies Podcast with Grizzlies beat reporter Ron Tillery. Ron Tillery here, the only beat writer the Memphis Grizzlies have ever known. And this is going to be a different edition of the Grizzlies Podcast because we're on the road and I haven't caught up with our veteran writers at the Commercial Appeal. But... I think this will be fun because I've gotten a chance to talk individually with the Grizzlies rookies, Wade Baldwin, Andrew Harrison, Deontay Davis, and Troy Williams. Just about the rookie experience on the court, off the court, they understand that this is serious business, but they also understand that they're taking this all in, that there's a fun part to it. We'll talk to the four guys, the four rookies, as the Grizzlies try to, to develop players and try to be patient with these young guys and try to bring them along as they continue to try to win games. Let's just get to it. The first guy I talked to was Andrew Harrison, and he has a different story because he's not your typical rookie given that he played in the D-League last year and, and had to battle in camp to make his way to this point as the primary backup point guard. I, I just want just you to walk me through the process. Um, you're competing for spots. You know, you're, you're getting your set playing time to prove yourself. What what has your mindset been like? Oh, I've just been trying to trying to win. I haven't really worried about the spot or whatever. But I've been trying to win and try to make sure that uh, the guys start can start stressing me and things like that when I'm on the court. How would you describe the the competition between yourself and uh, and Wade Baldwin? Uh, I mean, both competitive guys, both want to win. But at the same time, you know, he's on my same time he's on my team, so it's like, I mean, when we play each other, practice, of course, we're going to go as hard as we can. But at the same time, we're not we're not on the court with teammates. So. You're not your average rookie, and, and I'm sure from a confidence level you believe that because I mean you you were drafted a couple of years ago. You played in the D League. Um, um, what what has been your approach uh, to this situation, uh, being a guy that's not fresh out of college? Um, I mean, just thankful, really. I'm thankful to be here, but at the same time, just trying to be confident. Uh, just be, just knowing that you can play at this level. And um, just starting to get comfortable with the speed of the game. But you are still a rookie. So what, what kind of hazing have you had to go through? Oh, man, not much, man. As long as, long as you t- treat everybody with respect and come in there humble and everything like that, I mean, of course you got to do little things. But, I mean, I enjoy doing, doing stuff for the, for the best because they, they give us so much and they let us, they let us just um, – 
be ourselves. Yeah. I remember when Mike Conley was 19 and the rookie and Kyle Lauer was here. They were bringing, like, the game systems on the road. Uh, I don't know what it was then. <laughs> PlayStation, I don't know. Are you guys doing that kind of stuff? Nah, I don't. <laughs> I mean, we might have to run to the store for them or something like that. Yeah. But I'm not saying it won't happen, but it hasn't happened yet. What's it been like being on an extended road trip in the NBA? You know, you had to take a lot of bus trips or, or what have you uh, in the D League. What's 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 what has it been like now? Um, I mean, it, it's kind of, I mean, it's kind of the same as all just basketball, really. Um, but that, I mean, with the aspect of just being able to stay in nicer hotels, being able to take care of your body better. I mean, it, it's pretty cool. And, and then finally, just just. From a personal standpoint, what have you wanted to show? Um, I just want to be aggressive, man. Just be um, be able to um, relieve Mike when, when Mike's not in. I want him to be able to trust me. Do, do you think too much has been made of the competition on who's going to back Mike up? Um, I think so. I mean, I was playing a two a lot in the beginning of the year, so I didn't even I didn't I wasn't even playing point guard the first three or four games at all. So. I mean, I, I, I'm just trying to be solid. That's, that's really not really on my mind is the competition. We're going to shift gears and talk to Wade Bowen right now. First big road trip. Um, how, how have you embraced it? How have you handled it? Uh, everything's new. Uh, I'm in a, a, a tough position now, and uh, it's all just a learning experience. So... I think that's what this, this rookie year is about. It's advice I've been given. Uh, just wrong with the punches. I was just talking to uh, Andrew about the competition. And, you know, realizing that you're teammates, but, you know, there's an opportunity here for one of you to stand out. How has that gone, the competition part of it? Oh, well, I think for me right now, my position, I need to do better. <laughs> and uh, I'm built on fire. I'll never stop. So it may look dark one time, but the fire always stays lit. You know, I notice you always say that. You always say, "I gotta be better." Um, but, but but what do you think you bring to the party right now? I think I bring a variety of things: defensively, uh, intensity, effort. Um, you know, coming these so far in the season. We've had slow starts to our games, and bringing second unit out, I feel like I can definitely bring a more energetic aspect to it on both ends. Uh, that's how I feel like I, you know, fit in with this team. Um, as far as being a rook, um, what have you had to go through? Hazing, anything like that? Or? Uh, I guess just not, not playing and just from going from playing a lot to not at all to a little bit just as rookie that's how it is I guess and for I'm blessed to be out here experiencing this and other people may be in the D League already or they're automatically we're gonna go there you know so uh, there's pros and cons to it uh, but each day is a, another day how have the guys treated you because uh, I remember when Mike was 19 and uh, him and Kyle Lowry were bringing video games on the road and TVs and uh, what kind of responsibilities do you have? Uh, I have no responsibility. <laughs> There's been no hazing or anything like that for me. I just, you know, everybody's kind of just respects each other, I guess. Yeah. Maybe grab a bag or something, but that's it. Well, um, it's early. So, um, 
like what what are you trying to show uh, in the next coming weeks let's say by Christmas uh, that, that will prove that you deserve that spot I'm trying to prove uh, careful with the ball uh, I think a lot of my issues is, and, and reasoning behind is just my care for the ball uh, starting the Clippers game having four turnovers as a backup point guard yeah. uh, sounds acceptable the margin needs to go up on a man or stay the same yeah. and sometimes it's not that's when they get better at I, I thought I had one last question but I was just thinking about one more thing um, I mean you're a pretty high draft pick they've never really had a young guy behind Mike um, do you ever feel any pressure I don't feel pressure at all uh, I just I feel like I can contribute and help this team and I've been given opportunities to do so. I don't think I've taken advantage of it as much as I should. And now uh, I'm in a position where I need to reprove myself, re, re, uh, re go through this process. I didn't think about this until after the game in Utah this past Monday. But something tells me that Deontay Davis knew he was going to play. Because he came out of his shell when I talked to him before that game. And then he came out of his shell on the floor when he played against the Jazz and made a huge impact in the second half with his presence in the paint. His length, his rim protection, his altering of shots. I I, I think, again, for a 19-year-old, 20-year-old, you're going to hear uh, a pretty decent understanding of the opportunity that he has and and what it means to be a rookie in terms of learning from, you know, some all-time greats. I mean, Deontay Davis is seriously taking in the Zach Randolph, the Mark Gasol experience. Here's Davis on being a rookie on a veteran team and having this opportunity. I know ultimately you want to be on the court, but but what have you gotten out of this so far? Um, just sitting down watching um, the best playing and all the other teammates. Um, just learning from like what are they doing wrong or what they're doing right. Um, just getting with a coach, uh, running over the plays. I mean, it's just all been a great feeling just to finally know that I made it and just is I'm not going to stop here. Who's been the closest vet to you in terms of just mentoring? Uh, closest it would have to be is Vince, Zebo, Mark. I mean, all of them. yeah, all of them. <laughs> yeah. And what, what's the main thing you you, you I, I should say the main message you've gotten from them? I mean, this is a job now. This is this not like just playing basketball anymore? I mean. We all here for one thing, one thing only. That's to win the title. Uh, long, long road trip. Your first long road trip. Um, what, what has that been like in terms of just being a professional? <laughs> it's, been, it's been fun, but I mean, we had to do something. So, is it tougher being one of the younger guys? Uh, not really, but. I mean, there's just certain stuff you can't do. Yeah. 
And then um, in terms of like um, how rookies are treated, I remember when when Mike and uh, I think Kyle Lauer was here, they were bringing the game systems and the TV, the monitors on the road. Are are you guys doing anything like that? Uh, Not me, but uh, Troy is. And then is there any hazing involved that you've had to go through? I mean, it's, it really don't phase us because, like, I mean, we just ask them what they need us to do and, like, say go to the store, we go to the store, and, I mean, they give us something in return, so it really doesn't bother us. So nothing outrageous. No. And, then, and then, like, okay, so so what are your goals? Like, what, what are you trying to show or accomplish? Uh, you join a veteran team, obviously, with a bunch of veteran big guys. So, so what do you hope at the end of the day you, you, you prove? I mean, I'm just trying to – I'm just here to get better every day, 1% better. But, uh, I mean, hopefully start. So, yeah. do, do you see what a lot of people see in terms of your ability to play on that back line, be a rim protector, rebound, like, like a, a, a void, for lack of a you know, better way to put it? this team could could use yeah i mean that's just that's just what i do best uh being a real protector i mean if they need it i'm I'm here here's the funny thing like i'm talking to these rookies and i actually made a rookie mistake because i thought i had talked to them all and Deontay is the guy who said, well, Troy's a rookie, too. And he was talking about Troy Williams. And I was like, oh, wow, I forgot about Troy. <laughs> and so I go directly across the locker from Deontay to Troy Williams. And I shared that with him. I said, man, you know, I, I, I forgot you were a rookie. And, and it may have come off poorly because it may have come off like, hey, I forgot you were on this team. But while I was thinking the Grizzlies had three rookies, they actually have four. And Troy, Troy Williams, nobody is as giddy, in my opinion, about being uh, in the NBA as, as this kid uh, from Indiana. And, uh, and you know, he, um, he understands the, the gravity of the situation. He understands the fact that, you know, he's not really here – to, to be a star, but to be a compliment and to be ready when things um, go south or, or when things aren't normal. So uh, it was fun talking to Troy Williams because it was fun to hear the, the kid and all of us who, who just like to play the game, whether it's football, whether it's baseball, whether it's basketball. That's what you get from Troy Williams. He's definitely trying to be the best pro he can be, but he's definitely, you know, brings out the kid and all of us in terms of just loving to play. Generally speaking, what have you gotten out of this experience so, so far? It's early, but, like, what has it been like for you? I mean, it's been an experience so far, uh, seeing all the different players on the court, uh, being on the court with all the different players. Like, never would have imagined myself to be on the court with them as, at a young age. And, uh, I mean, I'm just taking it all in one day at a time. And, and, and just in terms of your expectations, I know you're joining a veteran team. And um, 
uh, minutes are hard to come by. I just talked to uh, Didi about that. But but what are you hoping to prove, or what are you hoping to to show? Um, I mean, just sit back and take it all in. Uh, uh, not most people have this. Uh, I would say advantage to have all these vets on the team and the vets being who they are and uh, just learning from them and gaining knowledge from them. Uh, I mean, as for being a rookie, I mean, you just got to wait your turn, you know. <laughs> it just comes with it. But when you when you do get that chance, you just go out there and just give it your all. Just keeping it light. You, you guys are on your first long road trip, you know, and, and so what has that been like for you in terms of being a professional? Um, <clears throat> uh, I mean, really – it, it's just been a long trip, really. <laughs> it hasn't even been that long yet, but uh, I mean, it's okay though. Just being away from home and just being away from home in general is just what I always done. So uh, when you're just on the road, you just keep the same focus as if you were on home. But I mean, playing on the road is harder, but you got to bring your own energy. And then, like in terms of being a rookie in the locker room, like what kind of hazing, if any, have you gone through? I mean, what what do the vets do? Um, there hasn't been no hazing, uh, weirdly. Uh, I mean, now we, we just uh, started carrying, like, bags. But other than that, there's, there's really been no hazing. <laughs> you surprised by that? Uh, yeah, yeah, and no. <laughs> Being who the vets are, no. But at the same, st- at the same time, I'm still surprised that it didn't happen. All right, probably hasn't happened yet. <laughs> so you're kind of expecting it? Not really expecting it, but I'm ready for it. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I don't know if I've ever talked to that many rookies in one season in my life. There you have it. I'm glad the guys opened up and and shared their, their feelings about starting out as first-year NBA players. And, you know, let's face it, the Grizzlies need these guys to play. Uh, they need them to play well to continue uh, a six-year playoff run and also give them a bright future. Uh, for the franchise. It'll be interesting to see how they develop. And I think sometimes people forget about the player development that has happened in Memphis. Uh, Marcus Gasol played five years in Spain. Guess where he developed into a great NBA player? It was in Memphis, Tennessee. Mike Conley, nearly considered a bust by media and fans as the fourth overall pick. But guess where he developed into the guy who received the richest contract in NBA history. It was in Memphis, Tennessee. And although Tony Allen arrived as an NBA champion from Boston, uh, he created a brand, Grit and Grind, in Memphis, Tennessee. And Zach Randolph, who bounced around and was considered a bad guy, is the franchise player in Memphis, Tennessee. None of this happened without Zach. And he did it in Memphis. If Coach David Fisdale can strike gold like Lionel Hollins did, like Michael Heisley did, like Chris Wallace did uh, with the guys I just mentioned, there is a bright future in Memphis with the four guys we just talked to and we just heard from. So there's the uh, Weekly Grizzly Podcast, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Download the Commercial Appeal app on your smartphone or tablet and get push alerts when breaking news happens. It's a free download for your iPhone and iPad in the Apple App Store and in the Google Play Store for your Android device. This is the Commercial Appeal.